Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You all set for retirement, mate? Yeah. My sis will look after me. Claire, did you win the lotto? Not my sister. My C-Bus super income stream. Sis. Right. With as little as $80,000 super, sis works with the pension to provide a steady paycheck even after you retire. C-Bus. For all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDF. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. Is the final word cricket podcast. It's the India Daily. It's the final India Daily. I'm Adam Collins. You're Jeff Lemon. We're at the Gabba at the conclusion of one of the most remarkable test matches ever played. They've been doing this for 140-something years now, and this will go on the podium as one of the all-time greats. And, Jeff, try and sum that up in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds. We should mention the show's brought to you today by Four Seasons Total Landscaping, uh, Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. It's, um, it's not the Four Seasons Hotel in, in Philadelphia. Just, just be aware of that. 30 seconds or less. India had 324 to chase today and they went after it. Rohit Sharma got out early but that didn't bother Shubman Gill batting with Chiteshwa Pajara. They got up to the lunch break and after that they cut loose. 20 off and over from Mitchell Stark at one point between the two of them. Pajara was getting bashed and bruised hit on the shoulder, hit on the hand, hit in the head Gill got out for 91. Oh just short. Rahane smashed 24 in came Rishabh Pant to bat with Pajara Pajara got out. At that point they needed 100 from the last 20 overs. They sort of thought about it. They sort of thought about it. They needed a run a ball from the last 10 and then Rishabh Pant and Washington Sundar said, bugger it, let's get him. And they did with three overs to spare. 324 in the day. Ow! It's more than 30 seconds, but I'll give it to you. How could you possibly sum up a day of test cricket in oh. that narrow frame of time? Uh, Rishabh Pant finishes an unbeaten 89 from 138 rocks. Uh, Rishabh Pant that was the best of modern Indian cricket. Mm-hmm. This development arc they've been on over the last 20 years or so, the way we talk about the modern artillery of fast bowlers, mm-hmm. the same applies to their batsmen. And we see that through Rishabh Pant. The fact that when there was half a dozen to win, he was on his hands and knees trying to lap over his shoulder mm. speaks to that point. Having already done that successfully, I mean, having faced out so many overs of Nathan Lyon where he just blocked and left and maybe nudged a single, and then he was like, well, 20 to go, I think I'm going to flip one over my shoulder for four. And it was in stark contrast to Jiteshwa Pajara, his slowest half century. Three of his four slowest half centuries in Test cricket have been in his last four Test innings. Mm. I mean, it speaks to all the commitment that he will wear bruises across his body mm-hmm. on his fingers. He's probably broken a finger, I would imagine, I, based I, on the way he went like down. He had broken. He it, was yeah. sconned on his head twice. He was hit in the box. He was hit bloody everywhere, yeah. and yet he did not 
Wilts, 196 yep. balls to raise his bat. He finished out making 57 when Cummins trapped him leg before wicket mm -hmm. with the second new ball to give Australia a glimmer of hope when they needed seven to win or seven yep. wickets to win with 20 overs to go. They ended up getting the runs seven down as it turned out. But the way that Punt held his nerve. Washington Sunder on debut. We talk about him every single day on this show seemingly at the I moment. Shouldn't. He made 22 in a hurry as well. They never gave up. They never considered going for the draw. I absolutely love their attitude today. From the very start with Shubman Gill, top scorer in this series, 91. He made over 250 runs in the series. One yep. we will talk about, I'm sure, for a very long time. I wish he made 100. Indeed, I wish Nathan Lyon picked up his 400th test wicket. I wish we had a tie, but hey, that wasn't to be. <laughs> I we'll wish it was a little bit taller. <laughs> uh, the key point here is that it was, it was an exercise in contrast. There are, there are a couple of stats that relate to things that you brought up that I want to mention. One, yep. Shiteshwa Pajara went past Steve Smith for balls faced in Test cricket during that innings. Right, which, which okay. Which is an interesting That's quite one. something. His, his occupation of the crease since his debut in 2010, there have only been four players since then who faced more balls. Two of them are, are Cook and Root, who played a million more Test matches. But uh, th there was that, and there was also, I was thinking of Richard Pant 97 last week at, yep. in, in the fourth innings at Sydney. But how many... Indian batsmen would have made scores that big in the fourth innings to draw or win a test match. Turns out not many. Uh, Sunil Gavaskar did it four times. Tendulkar and Ganguly did it twice each. Rishabh Pant's done it twice in a week. Yeah. Twice in a week. And this is a guy who, a couple of weeks ago, maybe on the first day at Sydney, there was that debate around his glove work. shouldn't be in the team because... And, and we, I mean, that is a reasonable argument that the, you need a really good wicketkeeper, but, but the value he brought. Exactly, Oof. but... And, and whether he ends up being a specialist batsman in the longer term. Well, I, I suppose time will tell, but mm. his place in the Indian side shouldn't be ever questioned in the short term anyway. Remember, he's just 23 years of age, this guy, and yeah. the composure he showed towards the end in hauling down that chase, they chased it like a T20 at the end on a fifth day wearing pitch mm. against the second new ball. And sure, the pitch never did mad tricks. Sure, the occasional <laughs> one shot, some flew over Tim Payne's head. Mad skills. <laughs> but none of them, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like 1988 at the Wacker style mm. cracks or anything like that. So they never were in a situation where they needed to worry about attacking, which put them in good stead in that final stanza. And they needed 50 to win with five wickets in hand. It was, again, I still felt at that particular juncture, if Australia get a wicket then, right mm. there, mm. they may very well win this test match. But they don't, because Richard Punt and Washington Sundar said, no, we're going to take it as deep as we can, and ultimately Punt finished it. The bowling plans to Punt towards the end will be scrutinised, I am sure, in greater depth, and we have a chance to go through it in greater detail. But nothing detracts from this solo mission today mm. and it wasn't just him but at the death it was him solo the first crusher um i, I want to start back at the beginning because yep. when australia get Rohit Sharma out early he's one of those players where you think well he's going to be crucial to them getting 300 he needs to make big runs and he didn't and it was all on sugar gill who you know as we say a young player you look at the consistency of his scores in this series he, everything had been between 31 and 50 so he, he'd made a not just a start, but a decent score um, without going on to a big score in, in each of those innings. He'd had that consistency. And essentially, he and Pajara worked at dual purposes at once. Pajara was batting for the draw. Exactly. And Gill was batting for the win, and they were doing it in cooperation. They were saying, well, you score runs and you soak up deliveries, and between the two of us, you know, by the time one or other of us gets out, we'll either have got through enough overs or we will have enough runs that we're close enough to start thinking about it. And that's exactly how it worked. But what did they put on? 120? Yeah, they ended up putting on 114. So, mm. yeah, you take the high road, I take the low road. Mm. I'll be I'll in Scotland before you. <laughs> but that was kind of how it was. 
was. I mean, Pajara was 11 off 101 balls. He was. Which meant that what one a stage he had, by the way. Well, he had the 13 slowest, 13th slowest score in Test history at that point after 100 mm. deliveries face, which again speaks to this idea that Pajara had one plan and it was like this perfect failsafe. Mm-hmm. But where I kind of missed the trick a little bit, where I thought they might woe back a wee bit, Rahane walks in, makes 25 in as many balls mm. and it, it was great leadership, I felt. Yeah, it was a cameo. Yes, his dismissal looks like it was profligate at the time. Well, it was another one of those uppercuts that went wrong, which we've seen lots of, which I think is understandable given how hard the bounce has been to read sure. at times on this wicket. But I think it was an important little mini partnership, an important mini phase of the day mm-hmm. when Rahane was there because it, it was a it was a, a signal to everybody else yeah. that even in the absence of Shubman Gill after he fell for 91 to Nathan Lyon, one of the only times it must be said that Nathan Lyon set the ball well outside the off stump and worked for drift rather than working back towards the pads. For most of the day, he did bowl with a 3-6. He had a slip, a cover and a mid-off and a number of men around the bat on the yeah. leg side. That changed a wee bit with the left-handers at the end, but to right-handers, especially Pajara, there was a plan A and then there was kind of mm. a plan A. Yeah. So when he did get Gill edging to slip, it was against the grain and it felt like it might be the tipping point. That's how I interpreted yeah. it. But Rahane said, no, 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 we're going to keep going. And yeah. after that, Rishabh Punt will keep going as well. I was surprised that they didn't send Punt in ahead of Rahane at that point. That was yes. what I thought would be the play with Rahane as a failsafe in case things went wrong. But he came out and said, no, I want to hit some sixes too. And he did. <laughs> but uh, Shubman Gill, the way he stood up tall to Mitchell Stark and hooked him for six over fine leg, then the uppercuts when the bouncers were outside off stump. And he even got Pajara going eventually. He played a few uppercuts and he cut did, shots He did, in the himself. same over. Pajara went, finished that over that went for 20 four. with an uppercut yeah. over the call. And I was calling that over. And it was like, at that exact point, at yeah. that moment right there, it's when you can easily imagine a scenario where mm. they're thinking we're about 200 to win from here we've done really well we've got to get to T about 170 away and then we'll reassess but that's when Gil went I'll go to the next gear and Pajara said I'll kind of go with you a little bit I'll mm. join you at trying to score rather than just trying to protect my wicket and again that's why when they did lose a couple of wickets in the middle session they weren't miles and miles behind they needed mm. 145 in the final session which isn't unachievable it's not unachievable because they achieved it yes, um, yeah. but, but Pajara the way that he stood up to the the bashing that he got. Josh Hazelwood bowled fiercely at him. So did Pat Cummins. I counted him getting hit on the front shoulder three times, the lower arm twice, the gloves three times, the helmet twice. Yeah. And that finger injury, when he got hit, he immediately, he lay on the ground and like screamed, he basically, did. in the way that suggests you have broken bones. I and would not it, be surprised if we find out after the fact that he's broken his finger I or broken be, a hand. I'm fairly confident that he yeah. would have because you don't have that immediate sort of pain if... if that intense pain, if that's not the case, or at least it was dislocated. There was something seriously wrong. He just kept wearing it. It was like he'd sort of forgotten how to play the short ball, but he was just willing to get hit by it. And that meant that he was there for so long that by the time he was finally out, when Cummins got him, it was almost a Hail Mary for Australia that we might just be able to salvage this, not that we're on top. And he was the one who had taken it to that point. A few things I want to cover before we finish up. I'm mindful we could spend an hour talking about this final day. And look, maybe we will on other platforms. Maybe we will on the weekly show. Maybe. Uh, but Patrick Cummins, 4 for 55, second new ball, second ball with it, gets Pajara. Yeah, it's a marginal leg before wicket decision that goes Australia's way, but they had to turn to Cummins Mm. time and time again because Stark wasn't a big factor on the final day. He conceded 75 runs from 16 overs. I know he came in with a hamstring niggle to this final day, but Mm. that'll be a talking point. Hazelwood was... He he didn't look hampered. He bowled mid-140s. His first spell was outstanding too, by the way. Just one of those things. Things didn't break his way. Hazelwood was a grumpy boy today. One for Mm. 74, picked up the last wicket, but on the whole didn't have the same kind of bite that he may have in the first innings when he picked up 5 for 57. Lyon we've already touched on and I'm sure others will touch on as well but 
finishing up with 399 wickets in the 100th test match yeah. falling short like this a wonderful gesture from the Indian team to present Nathan Lyon with a signed shirt for the 100th test I just thought that was remarkable on that I was down pitch side at the end of play along the boundary edge there Indian fans in tears it was impossible not to get wrapped up in that remember four years ago at this ground when Pakistan came ever so close mm. to chasing down 450 90. or 490 they made 450 chasing 490 right. and we were down there at the time and we saw the Pakistan fans crying with pride those scenes were replicated yep. today with the Indian supporters down there it was just amazing because this effort and they walked around the ground together with an Indian flag uh, mm. they, they walked around together as one they walked off the field together it wasn't Richard Punt mm-hmm. accepting the praise of the crowd in the way that Ben Stokes did after the Headingley miracle that was a one person display of sheer genius mm. this was an effort of the entire squad a deep squad that we've talked about repeatedly so many people were part yep. of this triumph today and I thought it was fitting that they left the ground together and did a lap of honour together with the Indian loyalists who were just enamoured with what they'd achieved. It was a different... I mean, the result's more or less the same as what happened in Headingley, but it was achieved in a very different way and that should be celebrated too. It was a team effort and a lot of that... I mean, that was summed up by what Washington Sundar was able to do. We've talked about his wickets in the first innings bowling, his batting in the first innings, but when things were getting tight with about eight overs to go and he plays that pick-up pull shot off his hip from Pat Cummins for six, like, you're a number seven on debut. You do not have a right to hit that (laughs) shot. You don't. You just don't. And yet he did. And that was what got them into the chase again because for a minute it looked like this might be too hard and they might have to pack it in and just block out these overs and take the draw and take the you know the solid respectable result but that was the bit that said no no we're now back to a runner ball and we can do this. Jeff before our break our Seabus player of the day well Again, it's kind of joint players of the day, isn't it? The punt innings doesn't happen without Pajara, and Pajara's innings is worth nothing without punt in the final mm. analysis of the test match and this magnificent series. So for mine, they are joint winners. All right, fair enough. We'll take a break, and then we'll do the Hall of Fame, and we'll talk about all the other things we forgot to talk about in this bit. A quick word about our sponsors, Seabus Super. They do superannuation. Uh, They were asking us to think about 1998, Adam, when Mark Taylor became the fourth Australian to make a double, triple, a double, triple, a triple, double. He did a gymnastics thing. A triple century in test cricket. Uh, Most memorable innings. An unbeaten 334. That last ball of the day, had he beat Ejaz Ahmed, he would have overtaken Don Bradman. But instead, that's what he closed on at the end of day two. 3-3-4. And so he had that point overnight where he was thinking about whether he would go on the next day and and break the record or whether he should stay where he'd accidentally ended up, uh, level with the Don. But whatever he thought, in, in, in the deep of the night, he made the right decision. He made the right call and history will always remember that. And that is our lesson for today, that you have to know when it's time to declare and enjoy the fruits of your labour. In our context, that is why CBUS has an advice team so they can help you plan for retirement when the time is right to call a stop, which is something you may have trouble admitting that you have to do, Adam. Can't stop, won't stop. Yes, I should probably start planning for that. Consider CBUS today. You can visit cbussuper.com.au forward slash the final word. Get yourself a PDS in aid of that decision and remember that past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Back to the show.
It's the final edition of the India Daily Final Word. Adam Collins and Jeff Lemon as we move towards the Hall of Fame on the day when the Gabbatoir was breached. Mm. Fortress Gabba after 33 years is no longer for Australia. Uh, we are probably spoilt for choice for Hall of Fame nominees. I'm going to pass the bat on to you though. Well, one came in from our video editor Cam Fink who let me know that when Australia last lost a test at the Gabba, Virat Kohli was 16 days old. <laughs> um, so, that's decent. Yeah, um, I like that. I, I, I would I maybe nominate the entire Indian squad for there are not many series where a team loses the first test and wins in a long series. Sure. There are not many series where a team gets absolutely mauled in the first test, you know, embarrassingly demolished and then comes back to win like that. But to do it with all of their first choice players essentially falling by the wayside as things went on and ending up with really only Rahane, Pajara and I guess getting Rohit Sharma back. But they were the only two who played through yep. the whole series and you know played every test match. It is a truly remarkable thing to have done. Yeah, and on that note, I'm going to throw a bone to the Indian medical staff. All the injuries they've had to deal mm. with, all the new players they've had to get conditioned to play test cricket. Even just today with Pajara getting all those whacks and yeah. having to tend to those injuries on the run in the cauldron that is a final day, mm. massive run chase. I mean, it takes, I suppose, nerves from not just the players, but all of those around them. It's a big touring squad here because they've been in the bubble due to COVID-19, yeah. but they've all played their role. And that's why I thought it was fitting that they were all walking around together. It didn't matter if you're a player mm. or wearing a lanyard or wearing a blue uniform mm. or wearing a white uniform or wearing an orange vest. They were all part of it. If it you was were a Greek footballer, you could blend right in. Nobody <laughs> had noticed. No, that's can, right. Can I ask you something which I'm trying to get my head around? I didn't think Australia bowled that badly today. I thought they were too short some of the time, but that was also a tactic that often works in Australia. What is going on that Australia can't bowl teams out on the fourth day? We've had Sydney, we've had Brisbane, we've had Headingley, you know, in their last yep. handful of test matches. As one of my worst teachers once said, what's the GO? What's the GO? Yeah. There'll be questions around the tactics line used, and I don't think that he'll necessarily wear full responsibility for that. The captain ultimately carries the can for where the fielders stand on the field. I know what they were trying to do, but as I say, <laughs> long on, usually deep backwards yeah. square. You know, a couple of catches around the bat on the leg side, but bowling such a straight line, it meant that it didn't necessarily bring the crack into play uh -huh. that often. So I think that'll be right. part of it. I thought Cummins bowled superbly. I thought Hazelwood bowled well and bowled, bowled fast. Yeah. Bowled the short ball well. He was the man who, who badged Pajara. You know, understaffed a bit with Cummins. Bowled really nicely at the start before taking that tap after lunch. Not really sure it comes down to the bowlers, but... I mean, uh, what do they say about cricket being played above the shoulders? The scars of Headingley, the scars of what we'll probably now mm. say are Sydney and Brisbane, they're a real thing. Just little things. One little thing I noticed right at the end, um, when they only needed, what, three to win, I think it was, there were two balls left in Josh Hazelwood's over. He was bowling to Rishabh Pant. He bowled one way down the leg side, yep. so he couldn't reach it. They had, they had Navdeep Sani, the yes. tail ender, at the other end. And I was convinced. I said, Josh Hazelwood will bowl this two feet over Pant's head. A absolutely. high bouncer, so he can't reach it and they'll be able to bowl at the other guy. And instead, he pitched it up outside off stump and got driven for four. I think that, for me anyway, that was like they were resigned to their fate at that point. He was trying to get punt out rather than necessarily thinking they could get the wickets down the other end, which I was galled about all day long. I was saying to my colleagues in the commentary box, the tie is on. Yeah. Gabba 1960, yeah. India, Australia 1986, Alan Borders here, Ravi Shastri's here. It's going to happen again, but no, not to be. So, yeah, I think that might be about that more than sort of, mm. I think by then they realised the gig was up. So, not to be, but I mean, you know, let's be grateful it happened. What a series. Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to take a while to totally... Digest. Uh, yeah, digest it what it's all been. But what mm. I do know is that in Australia, 
we've been out of test cricket our whole lives. We've not seen a series like that in this country. Yeah, sure, there have been some brilliant ones played abroad, but this is now the gold standard. We'll talk about uh, the 2020-21 summer forever and what better tribute to the form of the game that we love most, that the Australian team had passages of absolute brilliance, especially at Adelaide. The, 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 the way that India fought back at Melbourne, the way they held on at Sydney, the way they batted with such bravado today. Mm. It's a Panache, tri- one yeah, might almost say. Panache. It's a triumph of the format mm. and it's reflective of the fact that white ball cricket is infecting red ball cricket in all sorts of ways, but on days like today, in very good ways. Mm. Well, we're probably going to talk about this series more uh, over the weeks ahead on our weekly show. That's yes. the longer podcast that we do. If you're watching the video on YouTube, you can find that on podcast feeds. If you're listening to this podcast, we do videos on YouTube. We're filming this one at the Gabba. You can come and check it out where we're That's standing. That's the t-shirt you mentioned at the start. Yeah, <laughs> a very lemon-coloured bar here. And, yes, the Four Seasons. You know, many thanks to Four Seasons Total Landscaping for all they've done for uh, the human race in the last 12 months. Indeed. A couple of things to add. Uh, I mentioned it two days ago. We've got an interview with an Australian player on the weekly show coming out tomorrow, which is perhaps one of the most important interviews we've done. I reckon certainly Mm -hmm. very different to the norm, so if you're new to the show and you've found us through the India Daily, weekly show's coming. Our history show returns this weekend, story time, that comes out every Saturday or Sunday all on the Final Word feed. And last but not least, if you are new to Final Word land, um, we have a patron page, patreon.com forward slash the Final Word, where people around the world support what we do and we love them for it. And very, very, very last. Very finally. Very, very, very finally. Ultimately. See us Super, amazing supporters of the show. Yeah. Uh, they've been with us for two years now and alongside our patrons have provided us with the type of support you need to do what we need to do. So uh, thank you to the team at Seabus Super in Melbourne. Thank you to all of our patrons and thank you to everybody who's listened, commented, shared, replied, whatever it is. We love you. It's been a lot of fun. We didn't expect to be doing videos, but here we are. We're doing them and uh, we have enjoyed ourselves signing off from the Gabba for the last time on another sweaty Brisbane evening. This has been <laughs> the final word. I had to go about it